0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in once again. This is Cast Today, Day 8. First and foremost, I want to thank everybody who's listening right now. I want to thank those who have subscribed and rated on iTunes. Those who have followed the Facebook page and Twitter. I really see the love and I, I sincerely appreciate it. You guys are amazing. So keep spreading the word. Let's just keep this pirate ship afloat. Um, I appreciate those who have donated to the coffee account that I put out there, too. That is Really helpful for these late nights. I got folks screaming at me on social media right now to go to sleep because they see that I'm active. So duly noted, we're going to get this wrapped up and then we're going to hit the hay so I can go ahead and do this all over again tomorrow. But right now, right now, I want to introduce you to my very special guest, Lex Lutz. It's her birthday today and we decided to just have a conversation. You know, this is a unique episode. I think you guys are going to like it. Go ahead and give it a listen. And don't forget to tweet me and let me know what you'd like to hear on a future episode of Cast Today. Okay. As I sit here yeah. in the darkened hallway podcasting because of my technology issues oh my have still not been resolved. This is like this is every other cast a day that I've been doing. I've had to sit in the hallway next to the laundry. Oh my god. Just to uh to get this done. I don't want to ruin the illusion if this makes it on the show or anything like that, but it's not some illustrious studio. Yeah. Is it's, it it's is not it, even uh,
1: like has it been bad for a while?
0: You know, it's it's been on and off. Like every time I do uh, digital dumpster diving with Dave, that's 40s. Um, mm-hmm. I'll end up either having to go to like the middle of the apartment, which is like the the, the, the kitchen island, you know, or I'll have to like mm-hmm. come up to the office and close the door. And it's weird because the router's on a completely different level at that point. But it it works arbitrarily better through the floor. I don't. It's weird, man. It's weird.
1: Hmm, so, <laughs> I, I mean, I saw Wonder Woman, it was amazing.
0: Yes, you saw Wonder Woman. Are we Woman. actually
1: recording right
0: now? Yeah, I've been recording since, oh, the, okay. uh, since the inception of the phone call, because I have oh, a, okay. I have a thing that records automatically. It's weird, like, oh, okay. when I got on, because it took me forever to bring Skype up, and okay. for some reason, the laptop started to try to access the disk drive to bring it up, I'm like, why would it do that? I haven't had a disc in there since 1945. I don't know.
1: What's amazing is that you still have a disc drive.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's how outdated the technology is.
1: Right. Because most, like, you have to get external drives. Like, you know, we had to get an external one to hook up with USB Um, just recently because I had, like, a situation where I had to reload some software that was, I had to, you know, get a cheap disc drive, which was super annoying um but you know most of them don't even have it now
0: yeah you're right
1: super weird about it
0: you're right it's weird because we um uh oh oh wow that's weird what it's transcribing our conversation on the screen as we speak do you see this
1: uh no wow don't oh wait yeah
0: that's really cool
1: that is creepy
0: it is. It's like we're being uh, spied on. But I mean, it it looks cool. I can't. I can't argue with that.
1: I wonder if that's like. I don't know why they would do that. Anyway, that's weird. I mean, they're monitoring everything anyway.
0: So yeah, yeah. There's there's, sure. there's some poor guy that's getting paid right now to type out our conversation. <laughs>
1: I think it'd be that. I think it'd just be an algorithm, right?
0: I guess. I'm just hoping maybe somebody got a job out of it or something, because you know we're sitting here talking well, about God. Someone had to. What.
1: Someone had to write the software, so they got a job.
0: That's true. That's yeah. true.
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's 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 full on 1984. Like yeah. monitoring everything. That, that sucks. Like I always assume that everything's being monitored. Like, do you ever Google something weird? Especially like when I'm writing, I'll Google something weird. Mm-hmm. And then I'll want to follow it up with, like, how to write a novel or something like that so that they, they like, they know that I'm not actually, like, a serial killer or something like that. <laughs> I just, like, I like I feel like I need to follow it up with something of, like, you know, how to respect your government. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, how to show, you know, I don't know why I'm doing a weird 1940s bomber lady voice or whatever. Like, you know, bombshell. Like, hey, Mr. <laughs> but, like, apparently that's my Google voice, so.
0: I love it. I, I wish Google actually sounded like that, you know? Yeah. Just
1: <laughs> yeah. There's an amazing uh, video, and I can't remember what it's called. I have to – I think it's called, like, Shit 1940s Women Say or something like that, and it's this comedy troupe that made it. It is so good, and, like, I always think of that voice when I when I, like, get into that. Like, they're like – Hey, uh, what did you know? Like the the boys are off to war. We have to be there for them. And then like one thing is like, hey, did he tie his shoes in little Nazis? And like, like they just it <laughs> it is the most ridiculous thing. But I could watch it all day long. Like it's so good. How?
0: I need to find this. It, it yes. sounds really interesting. And if I do find it, it's totally going up with. The I show feel notes. like
1: I can I, I could find it if I if I dig enough because I remember I was mentioning it to someone. I think I was talking to Ryan about it um just a while like a year or so ago and i i ended up finding it relatively quickly
0: Oh, that's one of those like it was that series of like shit black girls say and that sort of thing, right? Um cuz it was around I, that time.
1: Right. So i definitely like there was definitely a trend of that. I don't know if it's by the same people they're doing like all or if it's just like, you know, multiple people piggybacking on this idea. Yeah. Um i'm not 100% like, you know, Ow, sorry, my cat just bit me. You're a jackass. All right.
0: Charlie bit uh, you? Really?
1: Yes. Yeah, he did.
0: We're going with that meme. Okay. All yeah, right. I'm no. with it.
1: <laughs> it actually, it, the, the best part too was it actually was Charlie that bit me, not my other cat, which is, yeah. Every time I'm like, Charlie bit me and I'm like, oh God, that stupid meme or video or whatever it was.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It just gives you, like, flashbacks, like, oh, crap.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm just like, I don't want to deal with that. Like, I named my cat Charlie. It's a good name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Got to start going by Charles. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. Chuck. No, I don't think he'd respond to it. Oh, Chuck, yeah. That was my grandfather's name. Chuck. That's a that's a, that's a solid old school, you know, I could you to death with my bare hands name. I don't know why. That name, I just, my grandfather wasn't even that way. Like, I just associate that name with, like, old school, cool. Mm. Like, my name's Chuck.
0: I I always think of Charlie Brown. You know, I think of Peppermint Patty chastising Charlie Brown when I hear that name.
1: Oh, yeah. Because she was
0: always giving it to him. Like, she just Mm -hmm. was unrelenting. I don't think he ever actually spoke to Peppermint Patty. I thought I think he just, like, stood there and took it, waited for her to just stop, and then just let her go. Like, all right, this is how you deal with Peppermint Patty.
1: God, she was the worst.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She was just... She was very driven. She knew what she wanted, and, yeah. uh, and and apparently Charlie Brown had it. So I
1: feel like I blocked out Peppermint Patty until this conversation, and now I'm like reliving all of the Peppermint Patty moments. I'm like, oh my god, you're terrible! <laughs> like, why didn't I recognize that when I was younger?
0: Yeah, she was always bringing the kids from like the other side of town over and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah, she it, was. It
1: really creeps me out when you you don't realize things when you're younger, when you're watching something or reading something or whatever, and then you go back. And you're like, oh my god, this is terrible. Yeah. Like I was just watching um, Overboard. Have you seen Overboard?
0: I don't think so. What? What is this? Is it a movie or?
1: Yes, it's a movie. So, um, it's Gary Marshall directed it in the '80s, and it's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn were in it. So like they're together in real life. I don't think they met on that movie. I think they met before that movie, but they made the movie together.
0: Bird on the wire. That's where they met. I remember that much.
1: Okay. 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 <laughs> so I think <laughs> I've never seen Bird on the wire, but I, um, I think this was after that movie, not hundred okay. percent on that. But so the, the premise is she's this rich lady, um, who's like a snob and a total jerk. Uh, and she hires him. He's a carpenter. And she basically screws him over on the job. Cut to she ends up falling off her boat and getting amnesia. And so he decides like it it sounds so weird, but it was actually like a really good movie. But he decides he's going to go because like they didn't claim her. She has a husband in real life, but he's like, I don't want to deal with her. Hmm. So he doesn't claim her. So Kurt Russell goes and claims her as his wife and makes up a fake identity for her because she has amnesia. And brings her into his house to make her do, like, laundry and cook dinner and everything like that. <laughs> wow. And so, yeah, no, no, no. So you're like, oh, man, this is... And then, like, they, you know, obviously they fall in love and, like, so... But, like, this movie is really, like, very wrong. It's wrong on so many levels. He's taking advantage of a woman who doesn't know... Like anything about herself. She, he's trying to teach her everything. He convinces her that his four children that he had with his wife who had died are her children. Oh no,
0: that's awful.
1: Yeah, no, it's it is like I'm like, this premise is so messed up. And I'm watching me and I'm like, this is just like coercion, and like I don't understand how and I apparently they're gonna remake it. Wow. I'm like, how how can you remake it? You can't this is such a it's like I, I grew up watching this movie, and so I really love it. But it is incredibly offensive at the same time. Like it's hilarious, but it's offensive and wrong. It's the kind of movie that only works in that time, and even then, it makes you cringe. And I have no idea how they're gonna remake it. I was just like, I was just so I was just watching that a little while ago with my dad because it was on TV, and we're both like, this is really messed up. This is almost like a horror film, even <laughs> though it's like a romantic comedy. I mean, this guy—he basically kidnaps her, yeah, and enslaves her, and then she falls in love with him, and he falls in love with her. Like, uh, okay. That's-
0: yeah, that's that ain't right. You basically, yeah. you're, you're right now. What you're doing? I don't know if you heard the one from a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that you're, you're, you're basically doing what they do on the podcast. Is this real to me? And mm-hmm. there's so many movies that I thought about when I heard about the basic idea of crazy's podcast i'm like okay weekend at bernie's it's Mm -hmm. two dudes (laughs) hauling around a corpse just trying to have a good weekend man you know it's it's fine it's not morbid at all oh no see today that would be like the most metal goth movie ever made you know
1: yeah yeah i think that there's definitely that like I, i think in the 80s in particular for me like the 80s stick out Um, because we started naming off movies that also have really messed up things going on. Like, um... Yeah, yeah. Like, the rape in particular was, um, Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, yeah. The guy wears the mask. Like, that, that's rape. Like, he, like, what, are we just supposed to buy into this? And, like, the, the way that they always spied on, you know, the girls in the shower in, like, freaking every movie, apparently, in the 80s, um... Even like the ones that are really good, that have kind of stood the test of time. John Hughes, like 16 Candles. He just, Jake Ryan River just hands the, his girlfriend off to the nerd. Yeah. And, or the geek is, I think is what is, he was officially called in that movie. The he geek. just hands her off and he's like, well, she's passed out. You can do anything you want. Yeah. Dude, no, you're a terrible person.
0: Right, right. And it's, it's funny when you think about movies that just won't age well from, you know, a more modern age. And to me, you look no further than like Adam Sandler's catalog, and there's just tons of stuff in there that probably will not age that well. Like, even even something like, uh, and I know he's just kind of on the periphery of this one. I think he maybe did mm-hmm. a guest spot, but it's his best friend. So, uh, Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo. Mm-hmm. Like that movie right there. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's awful. It's so oh my bad. God.
1: Speaking of Deuce Bigelow what a weird transition um <laughs> my dad just went to london a few days ago and he's like oh my god i i can't believe what i'm watching so he sends me a he sends me a video and i don't know if this is a thing that happens a lot in like in you know the uk or if this is a normal thing <laughs> but they had on the channel they didn't have subtitles they had a person in the corner of the screen Doing sign language, doing British sign language, because like British sign language is different from American sign language. So doing uh, uh, BSL, I think is what it's called, um, British sign language in the corner. But she was translating Deuce Bigelow oh, through wow. sign language. So it was the scene. <laughs> so the video that he sent me was the scene with Amy Poehler, who has Tourette syndrome. Yes. And she was translating it and it was like uncut. So it was just it was unbelievable. Like, I was just like, holy crap, like, I've never seen anything like this, but yeah, the,
0: that could be the only thing that makes me watch that movie again right there. Just well, that's see. what I
1: said. So like, I immediately texted him. I'm like, can you contact the concierge at the front desk and see if we can purchase this film in one way or another? Because I want to watch this every day for the rest of my life. Like, This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um and I, mean, I don't I don't know. I'm hoping that we'll find more of it on YouTube, but at the very least we have like that scene on my dad's phone.
0: That's amazing like, though. Just from a functionality standpoint, they they had someone doing sign language instead of simply providing closed captions. I don't understand. Yeah. Like It's
1: so much more complicated. Yes. A, like I feel like maybe it's a nicer service to provide. Like maybe it's, you know, better for the the people who are watching it. But, but it seems like it would be way more expensive right. and just take so much time. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a, maybe that was just a Deuce Bigelow special. That movie <laughs> was important enough that it needs to be translated into British Sign Language. I don't know.
0: I guess, man, you know, it's, it's weird what plays well overseas. You know, famously, Jerry Lewis is big in France and you know I'm sure yeah they're...
1: well you know men aren't funny so he's he can be funny over there I guess I, I guess yeah, yeah
0: no dudes are not funny at all they're no just, they're yeah, just lame I
1: don't think so no. I heard that there was a male Ghostbusters movie and I was like that's ridiculous I know
0: like, it's like come on I don't acknowledge it no not at all Not was it at least animated no just
1: I don't know I'm not gonna watch it no, like, no. who wants to see dudes fighting ghosts that's exactly
0: specific. if I gotta watch it doesn't make sense if I gotta watch people fight ghosts it should be women no yeah. Yeah. yeah it makes sense
1: <laughs> i mean that makes sense to me but whatever you know
0: so speaking of that it's weird like i i heard that paul feige is having some type of falling out with dan Aykroyd of all people i like he went on some talk show dan Aykroyd, <laughs> and, he, and he says something like paul is not allowed back in the studio or something i'm like that is so weird that Dan Aykroyd yeah, will be I the mean, one that puts you on blast. I mean,
1: So that makes sense to me, actually. You know what? That, the reason that makes sense to me mm-hmm. is that right now, okay, so that Ghostbusters film was the first product of this, like, they had purchased the, what was it? Was it Universal? I don't remember what studio made that film. So they purchased the Ghostbusters Trade name or trademark or whatever.
0: Yeah. And
1: they were planning on doing all of this Ghostbusters content, this new content. So I think they were planning cartoons and spin off and like they were do they were going to do like kind of a Marvel type of deal with Ghostbusters. Hmm. And that movie was going to be the thing that launched it. So if you look at it from Dan Aykroyd's perspective, he's probably going to be a dick about it because that's the money that he was going to make you know, off of all of those properties being created from the thing that he owns and he was gonna be a producer on all of it. So he somehow blames Feig. I don't know. Of course. I, I love that movie. I like I don't understand why it's hated so much. Well, I do, but you know. <laughs> I dug it like, too. Like I know the reasons, but yeah. I just don't think they're valid.
0: If anything, his cameo was kinda of sucky, but whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, I really, I dig the the franchise. I've loved Ghostbusters ever since I was a little kid, but I understand that it has to evolve eventually for it to be relevant. I mean, right. the comic books get it. The comic books have, like, pieces of every iteration of Ghostbusters just playing well together. Uh, they even had, like, a crossover where the cartoon Ghostbusters met the real-life Ghostbusters, but they were still yeah. hand-drawn somehow. It was a weird crossover, but they made it work. They, they right. made it work. <laughs> <laughs> right. They even kind of, like, touched on the fact that Slimer was kind of a dick in the movies, and on the cartoon, he mm-hmm. was, like, the lovable sidekick. He was a Garfield, basically.
1: So I'd never, I'd never watched the cartoon. Um, so the cartoon did have different characters then? It wasn't the same guys, like, doing the voices and stuff?
0: Well, they had two cartoons. They had... Um, they had the real Ghostbusters, which we were kind of talking about a little bit the other day. Right. Um, they had the real Ghostbusters, which featured uh, caricatures of the four main guys, but they didn't oh, pay for okay. the likenesses. So okay. it was funny. Uh, famously, there's a, there's a bit on Rick and Morty where they talk about um, who did the voice for um, Ray in the cartoon. And mm-hmm. it was uh, Lorenzo Music. And Lorenzo Music also voiced Garfield, who Bill Murray also voiced in the Garfield movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. But Lorenzo music passed away and he was like a, an integral part to the show and everything. And mm-hmm. the person that they cast to uh, to take his place as Ray on the show was Dave Coulier. Oh. Well Yeah. yeah. You know, it kind of worked. He's a he's a cartoony type of guy. He wasn't doing the Popeye Im- impersonation, yeah. thankfully. Um so that was that iteration of it. Then they had this weird Slimer spinoff where it was just Slimer getting in wacky Looney Tunes type of adventures against a mad scientist.
1: That sounds weird, but I can also see why that would work.
0: Yeah, like, it, it was a weird time go for cartoons. Let's
1: throw this at the wall and see, you know, if it's gonna work. Let's see if it sticks.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was a weird, it was a weird time for cartoons. So then that died down when all the cutesy stuff went away. Then they came back in the early two thousands with the awfully named Extreme Ghostbusters. Which featured Oh, was
1: it extreme with just an X? Because oh, I'm obsessed with that.
0: You better believe it was. So <laughs> I love
1: I love it. I like I love taking pictures. Every time I see extreme with just the X, I'm like, man,
0: so extreme. <laughs> you better hold on to your Proton packs because yeah. Extreme Ghostbusters is up next. No. This cartoon was just so undervalued. It came on like UPN um on Saturday night. At like eight PM, when
1: oh.
0: no one was watching television except for me, yeah. Of course. But no,
1: yeah. I mean, clearly some people were, but
0: yeah, you know. But the cast was kind of cool because they they tried to diversify, but they um, they went overboard, right? So it's a new generation of Ghostbusters. Egon's the only one who stuck around to kind of be the mentor that passes the torch and everything, and so you have. Um, you have a black Ghostbuster, you have a uh, Hispanic Ghostbuster, you have a, a, a girl, goth Ghostbuster.
1: Uh, Ooh, yeah, two birds.
0: Yeah, and she had, like, you know, football pads on because she was bucking the trend of, uh, you know, femininity and then you had uh, a, a a guy who was wheelchair bound and it was like all right they just like man they tried to hit every single market in this one cartoon yeah. and it almost just seemed like okay now it seems like on the nose it's, it's like um the burger king kids club that they had back in the day where everybody oh, was yeah. like a different nationality and it was just like so they could cover all their bases you but know but like
1: do kids do kids really even notice that i, I mean, did <laughs> Right, but uh, yeah, I'm kind of weird guess. though. I don't know. No, no, no. I like. I'm sure some kids. I I don't know. I, I'm just. I'm just trying to remember. I didn't really. I don't think I really noticed that stuff. Um, I noticed. Well, I did notice lack of like female characters though. That was yeah. definitely a thing. I didn't fully understand it until I got older, but I definitely noticed that. So yeah, I can see it. I can see that definitely being like, um, what's going on here? Uh, that's that's super weird now i kind of want to go like try to watch an episode on youtube or something but i know what's gonna happen is i'll go and i'll watch and i'll get like 10 seconds in and i'll be done
0: i'll just be out i guarantee you will be because that like arena rock intro that they have is like a remix of the ghostbusters theme song you need to watch it just for that it's so bad it's good um it was a good cartoon, though. I Even even with all that going on, it actually worked because the animation was well done, just like the original cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the character designs were great. It was done by the same people that did like the Men in Black animated series. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they tried to tie all the continuity from the old one to the new one, and I am just a sucker for that. So I showed up.
1: Yeah. No, I'm definitely, like, I, I, I get it. I don't know. It's kind of like the... i was just thinking of like what can i compare this to the thing that i watched when i was a kid and the thing that you know came out when i got older um i was thinking about like they they kind of did like a semi reboot of rugrats
0: oh yeah all grown up
1: all grown up yeah and i remember when they did that and everyone really hated it and was like against it and i was like i don't know i kind of like this (laughs) i like this idea i I think it's because i like you know the endings and i like things like that like i like that I like seeing these characters more grown up, and you know, Tommy, who was always so creative, you know, now he's like making movies. With his camera at home, I just thought that was cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I, I kind of like that stuff too. It's it's strange though when they coexist while the original one is still going on, you know.
1: That's true. Yeah, I think that was one of the problems with that one.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> like clearly yeah, like, really...
1: no one wanted to see it. Like right. it I remember it was a huge it was a huge failure. So yeah, I was the only one, which is like it, it sounds like you were the only one watching extreme with an x yes
0: (laughs) and it's funny because like something similar happened to doug where nickelodeon had the character for so long and they did this series and they closed it out and it was kind of it was a lot like boy meets world actually it was (laughs) kind of weird because you had the main character you had his best friend yeah you had the love interests you know yeah so it was kind of it had that boy meets world vibe to me Mm -hmm. and the bully you know um yeah Which is a classic, you know, sitcom trope anyway, but he's journaling, he's talking to the camera, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So they sold the rights to the character to Disney.
1: Yes. I remember this.
0: Yeah. And it just, I hated it. It felt soulless, you know? (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, wasn't the? I don't. It's been a really long time. Wasn't the animation slightly and like the voices were different? And w- what weren't there a lot of things different when they switched over?
0: Yeah, I know that the same guy and I can't think of his name and it's gonna it's gonna bug me until oh Billy West. Billy West was the voice of Doug.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Huh.
0: Yeah, yeah. But he did something different with the voice for the for the newer episodes, I think, and that's hmm. kind of what threw it off.
1: Hmm. That's weird. Yeah, I. I remember that. I remember feeling like it was off and wrong, and I just didn't want to watch it. Um, Even though I was watching a lot of Disney shows at that point, when it made that transition, I was, you know, typically, um, you know, I'm I'm 25, uh, so most, you know, people in my age group, they were a Nickelodeon kid, a Cartoon Network kid, or a Disney kid. Um, and I was mostly Nickelodeon when I was really little, but then I kind of got into, uh, what's it called? Uh, Disney when I got a little bit like into tween years and stuff like that and mm-hmm. started watching like Lizzie McGuire and stuff like that. So I remember that transition and I remember it switching over, but I did not like it. And I want to say that it was the voices that really bothered me because I remember watching the, you know, those at home Disney movies, um, straight to VHS Disney movies they would make and then they'd have different actors doing the voices and it would always feel wrong to me and I'd never be able to watch it like I was attached to like you know when they made the second Aladdin movie that went straight to VHS and it's not Robin Williams and I didn't even know who really understand who Robin Williams was at the time I knew that it was (laughs) wrong because it just didn't sound the same, and that would drive me nuts.
0: Yeah, well, you can't have the genie sounding like Homer Simpson all of a sudden. It's like mm-hmm. they didn't think we'd notice. I mean, come on. That guy is stuck in that voice role. He is Homer Simpson, and the other 50 characters he plays on The Simpsons, we've heard all his voices. That's mm-hmm. it. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, I just that looked was it up. One of the,
1: that was one of the things that Disney did that you know Robin Williams would never wanted to do a Disney movie. Didn't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. And he agreed to do it um because like by basically saying like i have control over this voice and this character and then they betrayed him (laughs) and did like the straight to you know vhs knockoff kind of stuff and you know put him in toys and kind of had other people impersonating and that pissed him off yeah he was done with them after that
0: but apparently they made up because he came back for the third one it was really strange wait did he he did It was the last Aladdin movie, and I think they made it... I think the way that they actually got it funded was strictly because he was returning to voice the genie. And it addressed, like, Aladdin's dad being in the 40 Thieves or something, and it really closed out the whole storyline.
1: I don't... Like, I feel like I kind of vaguely remember Aladdin's dad, but I don't remember enough of this. And now it's going to bother me where I feel like I'm probably going to have to go back and watch it, even though I'm not going
0: to enjoy it. Oh, yeah. No, (laughs) man. Man, let me tell you. Uh, Aladdin's dad was hot. He had, like, dark hair. He had, like, you know, the dashing figure and everything. Oh. Yeah, man. You want to see it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I, I specifically remember, I associate... Um, Aladdin, with my experience of seeing Disney on ice. Uh. when I was a kid because they they had a Disney on ice that you know featured Aladdin. Yes. And I have always been terrified of snakes. And so obviously in the finale of Aladdin they have Jafar turn into the giant like cobra.
0: Right.
1: I don't know if you remember that, but or I think he's like half man half cobra or something like that. So they had a giant cobra come out onto on ice like this giant puppetry cobra thing come out i was terrified man i'm pretty sure i started crying or something wow. it was it was the worst for me like it was amazing but then that happened and i was like <laughs> no i'm out i'm out i'm out i'm done
0: so that's that's probably my second worst phobia not not the snakes thing but specifically
1: puppets?
0: yeah i get it and no, no, no not, <laughs> i love puppets but no it's specifically and this is gonna be a weird cut like seeing animatronic things out of their element just kind of like not in operation like you know i love showbiz pizza or chuck e cheese or whatever growing up no mm-hmm. no problem there but every now and then there'd be some bad kids having a birthday party and they would open up the curtains.
1: You know, oh, for the ones yeah. that were out of
0: order and you would see like, you know, one of them would have their pants down and the robot limbs would be there. It, it's it's almost like that's what inspired, um, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's being so creepy. Yeah. And maybe that's why I don't play those games because, yeah, just animatronic stuff like that. Like I can imagine when you were talking about that. And it kind of made my skin crawl just thinking not about mm-hmm. the snake coming out, but the right. snake being backstage after hours when everybody's gone home yeah. for the night just in storage. That freaks me the F out. Dude. <laughs> right,
1: right, right. The Like the idea of, like you said, like that's why Five Nights at Freddy's works. So the idea of going into, you know, Disney at night and everything oh, shut down and God. it's dark and creepy. Yeah, no, no, no. I totally get that. Yeah. I think it's because it's like. It's, it's like alive to us and it's done so well. But then every once in a while, like you said, you see that little glimpse of it not being alive and mm-hmm. it just, there's something wrong. And I think there's definitely our, you know, our minds are like, nope, don't trust that thing. Get away from it. It's dangerous. <laughs> time for flight or maybe fight. I don't know. Oh, it's, it's
0: time to flight, man, because when gears are involved, I don't want to lose a finger or anything like that either. So oh, I'm that's out. True. I'm done. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I'm always fascinated, but... Also, really freaked out by the idea of being an amusement park ride and having it shut down. Oh yeah. Because I've seen that, like I've seen that happen plenty. You know, people talking about that online, where you know, oh, I was riding Space Mountain or whatever, and it just shut down. I'm like, oh my god, That's
0: it's so happened. Terrifying. That's happened to me actually. Oh no, what was it? They have the uh, the Superman ride at Six Flags Great America. Yeah. Where you're just hanging down, and you're looking at the ground the whole time, or mm-hmm. up at the sky or whatever. You're flying like Superman. So we got to the end of the ride or just about and we're about i want to say a good 8 or 9 feet from the gate where you oh, where you God. re-enter and we're just stuck and i'm thinking okay maybe they're just lining it up and trying to make sure everything's ready for the next batch of people and they're like no sorry we're having technical difficulties so i'm i'm just face down just hanging there limp and i'm looking at this bar beneath me and it's this big fat metal bar and it's just like you know holding up the entire ride and i'm like man if not for the grace of god and this seat belt right here i would fall on that thing and i would break every bone in my body and i look closer at the bar and i see that somebody's actually dropped their wallet on there oh my god and the guy next to me is like should I go for it? I'm like, no, dude, don't. No. And he kind of starts reaching. I'm like, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> no, that that that's terrifying. So, yeah. like, talking about terrifying to me, that – because I, I couldn't ride roller coasters for the longest time um, because they just – they really – like, the heights thing really freaked me out. Yeah. Um, and even now, like, so in the past, you know – couple of years i haven't had issues with you know those types uh, where you're outside but i remember the thing that i had to break myself was doing the indoor roller coasters yeah so i remember the the mummy one uh at universal i don't know if it's still there but that one it's like a one of those dark indoor space mountain type of deals uh where you go through the whole it was it was like the Brendan Fraser mummy and stuff which nice. i love yes like i love that movie i don't well i don't like the sequels but i like the first one um,
0: I was down for the second one but I hear what you're saying
1: <laughs> I haven't seen it in such a long time I remember not liking it but I guess I, I could revisit it and enjoy it because I love the first one mm-hmm. like it's such a good guilty play well I don't want to say guilty pleasure because that sounds kind of dumb but just a really fun movie like you know I just enjoy it but I something about seeing the height, you know when you're on that Superman ride or whatever really freaked me out for a long time and now I kind of get the that fear of it breaking down or something going wrong. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's a it, it's overall an irrational fear um, because I, I do think that they have to, you know, keep those pretty safe. Unless you're going to some, you know, shitty carnival, for the most part, they're really well maintained and they have to, you know, abide by standards. Mm-hmm. But I'm still like, mm, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm never doing a carnival ride because you no, know it's 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 not for me. I'm 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 old now, and yeah. um, you know, kids can bounce back from the strangest things.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I had a coworker that told me that um, her daughter once fell of like fell out of a second story window. What? And they took her to the hospital. Not a bone broken in her body. It was so strange. I'm like, how is yeah, that even... How, how you know? old?
1: Do you know how old she was roughly? The
0: kid was like six or seven years old. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. And then my grandmother, who was like 86 at the time, she's driving to church. And I don't know if I've told the story on here already. She, I don't know, she like uh, hydroplanned or something. Her car flipped over three times. Like it was Whoa. a complete wreck. And, you know, rest in peace. She, she just passed away at 92. Yeah. Um, She survived barely a scratch yeah. on her they took her to the emergency room we got there and we're like oh we're worried we're freaking out like oh my yeah. god you know oh no, yeah and then we just hear her laughing from down the hallway we're like oh what in <laughs> what are they giving her right now <laughs> you know so yeah it's it's weird it's like people have just this ability to just not get hurt in those extreme situations but i know i'm gonna be the one that ends up getting destroyed <laughs> Just by stepping on a stair the wrong way. I
1: think the exact same way. And it's funny because people are always like, oh, when you're a kid, you don't think you can ever die. You think you're invincible and stuff. I never had that. I always, (laughs) like, I have always thought I was going to die. I was like a cynical young child that's like, I'm not going to reach the age of 20 or whatever. Like, I was was saying that when I was, like, 12. I don't know what was wrong. Well, a lot of things were wrong. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) like. Oh yeah, you have an anxiety disorder Like yeah, you definitely have a problem there
0: It's like, oh um, and by the way
1: <laughs> Yeah, you have like depression and anxiety Hooray. We're going to take you to a doctor now um, But yeah, I, I mean like there are things that happened when I was very little um, I know that I, I fell through a glass table Wow I think that was like three or four years old And it was kind of that same like barely a scratch on you kind of thing um, yeah, I, I th- I'm sure there are plenty of scenarios that I, you know, walked away from that are amazing. And I think that's like, kids are really resilient and humans are more resilient than we think. But I just do not ever since I hit, like, I want to say like eight or nine, I started just freaking out about any little thing like, you know, illness or Risk taking or things like that. It's like I transformed into an old man overnight. And like <laughs> I'm, you know, nah, that's just gonna make me sick, or that's gonna make my back hurt, or whatever. And I'm just like, nah, I'm not doing that.
0: Yeah. yeah. And
1: I just like become more and more of a grumpy old man ever since. Where I'm just like, nah, not uh,
0: deal with that. The best thing about being a grumpy old man is you're old, It means you survived. So yes, nothing exactly. wrong with that. <laughs> I
1: lived through it.
0: That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, Lex, it's been good catching up with you. I got to get back to the grind and everything. But this was a nice break for Cast yeah. today. Thank you so much.
1: I feel like it was... I don't know if it's going to be good to listen to because it was very random. No, I that's fine. I didn't have anything to bring to the table.
0: You know, sometimes... Um, I'm here
1: promoting... I am here promoting Wonder Woman, though. i see it. <laughs> um, also promoting, uh, promoting safe sex. So, you know.
0: Yes. yes. Those
1: yes. things are actually related, but... No, wait, what? No, never mind. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I I have questions, but I feel like these are off the air questions. So
1: You know, it's best not to ask questions. Yeah. Probably. When I say weird things, it's best to just ignore me.
0: So. <laughs> just agree, just nod, and, and yeah, just walk away. Yeah,
1: nod, smile, and um, yeah, a lot of distance.
0: Yes. Arm's length. Yes, <laughs> at least several states worth of distance. Yes, yeah. <laughs> All right, Lex, thank you. And, folks, thank you for listening. I will talk to you tomorrow because cast today. Take care. And we out.